Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Hi, hi, hiya! Welcome to an all new episode of A Joel New World. Today is August 12th, 2023. Recorded to you live from Orlando, Florida. We have such a great show for you today. Um, coming at you later, but if you're not aware, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party started on. August 11th, which was yesterday, last night, and just seeing some of the posts and uh, videos out there, it looks like a great time. I know last year the running joke was if it, if it was a party night, it was going to rain, but last night it just looked very hot, very dry, and it's been kind of, we've been kind of having a dry spell here in Orlando, which is rare for this time of year, so um, it's really hot, it's really dry, and uh, I think the rain will probably be coming next week sometime but um, or whatever day we go to the Halloween party uh, which is September 8th so um, I feel like it's saving up for when we go in September but who knows that is how or not Halloween season it is Halloween season but it is also hurricane season so uh, yes it is very very hot and on that same note um, concerning Mickey's not so scary Halloween party Today, I, I know I promised in a previous episode, after I went over the list of food and made everyone hungry and thirsty, I wanted to list in no particular order my top 10 treats or unique snacks that are exclusive and available only during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, uh, which is available August 11th, which was yesterday, through November 1st, which is the final day of the Halloween party. And uh, I wanted to do a top 10 list of the treats that I'm most excited for. I probably won't get to try them all, but if I get half of this list completed, I will be a happy man. And uh, and yeah, they all look really incredible. And if you haven't seen any videos already, I know some of you don't like to know, but, um, and so spoilers if you do, uh, do like to keep that under wraps until you go to the party, I understand. Maybe pause this here now, but um, it looked like they were using like ice scoops like you would scoop out of an ice machine this year for the candy. And the candy looks like it's back on point like it was before the pandemic. So uh, they weren't shy about handing out or dishing candy last night. So I hope that continues. And they had like fudge brownie M&Ms. 
they have Skittles, they had all, you name it, they had it, and they were doling it out with, uh, with ice scoops. So, um, just depending on, used to in the past, they would just use their hands and dump it into your bag. This year, they're all using those, like, ice scoopers, and I'm probably just, you know, people have different size hands and whatnot, but, um, that's very exciting. So, make sure to bring multiple, multiple bags, or if you're smart and want to conserve, go into the Emporium or wherever you like to buy your merchandise. You know, get your unique merchandise there. Get one of those larger Disney shopping bags. That's going to work better than the bag that they provide to you. Though the bag does look very cool this year. It's kind of like one of those reusable shopping bags, but it is very small. And after like three stations, it's probably going to be full. So, um, what we've done in the past was we would, you know, either bring a backpack to fill that up. That's what we did uh, a couple years ago and last year. That worked really well. Or like I said, just fill up a, a shopping bag from the retail store, the Emporium or something like that. Fill that up and, you know, get as much candy as you can because you do pay in excess of $110. So you know, and up to 200, depending on when you go. I think last night's was like 189 or something like that. So, you know, definitely get your money's worth with the candy. And if you do it just several times, maybe up to 10 times, you're going to get your money's worth for sure on that alone. Um, they do have ride overlays. I know I heard Space Mountain was in the dark, completely blacked out. That one's very scary and very different. Um, I know it's already in the dark, but there are like little flashing lights and things like that as you go through normally. With all that gone, it's very, very dark in there. And it's it's very scary too. So um, that's very cool. The Cadaver Dans instead of the Dapper Dans. They're very good. They're very funny as well. Dressed up as like zombies and um, cadavers basically. And uh, the Headless Horseman is there. Max is there in his Powerline outfit. And I love that Boo to You parade, right? That song gets stuck in your head for the whole night and for probably the whole week to come. But let's get to it. I'm going to give you in no particular order my top 10 snacks at the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party only. So only offered during this time period. And let's get to it. I think the first place I might hit is Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Because basically all the new items on that list are on my list. And there's three. So we have the Cajun burger. That is Cajun spiced all beef patty topped with fried green tomato. Cajun andouille dip. Um, what's the rest? Creole remoulade served on a black bun. And that is new. That sounds really good. The candy corn milkshake. Something to wash it down with. And I feel like they're they're doing more adventurous things, like with the pickle milkshake over at the Food and Wine Festival, which I still have not tried, but I want to for sure. And I definitely want to record a video on my YouTube channel, Joel New World. Uh, make sure to go there. I just did an unboxing video uh, of many different things, including the Hatbox Ghost uh, Magic Band Plus that I just got on um, Shop Disney. Um, I just did a couple of Vinylmations as well, so I collect those though they are harder to find nowadays so check it out on the Joel New World and that's my YouTube channel and uh, yeah you can see things like that and my many adventures to the parks and to the resorts so uh, that is out there for your viewing but anyways back to the candy corn milkshake that is a sweet corn 
soft serve topped with whipped cream and sweet potato cornbread nuggets. That is also new. None of these have alcohol in it as well because it is the Magic Kingdom. The Headless Horseman Cupcake. On that note, with the alcohol, wouldn't that be kind of cool if Epcot did a, a Halloween party in the future? I know that Hollywood Studios is doing a Christmas party this year called Jollywood Nights, which we are attending in November. But wouldn't that be really, really awesome if Epcot did a Halloween party as well? I feel like that would be super cool and something I'd be down for. Um, getting some you know, adult libations as well as amazing food that they already have on top of things. Um, that are there but I know it'd be kind of hard and conflicting with like the food and wine festival but that would be very very cool um let's see the candy corn milkshake sounds really good the other one over there is and I believe it is the bowl of bones yes the bone-in piggy wings fried with fresh jalapenos tossed in coca-cola cherry barbecue sauce yummy that sounds good and the bone-in piggy wings if you're worried about getting messy, it looks like they do kind of carve off an end to expose the bone on these wings. So you can kind of pick it up there and it probably won't be quite as messy. So that's why I added that to my list. Over at Sleepy Hollow, there is one item there I want to try. That is a Headless Horseman Cupcake. Spicy cheese flavored cupcake with lime filling topped with cream cheese buttercream. Spicy cheese flavors, snacks, and a chocolate piece. Is that related to a dime piece? All right, chocolate piece. Uh, Headless Horseman Cupcake. The spicy cheese flavored cupcake is what drew me to this because it's so unique and so different sounding. I want to try that and see what it tastes like. Could be gross, could be really good, who knows, but I'm going to try it out. Over at Storybook Treats, that's where you can usually get some ice cream cones. And what else than or what other than the Hades cone it is a Dole Whip mango and habanero soft serve topped with blue raspberry shell and chili lime seasoning that is also new all these items are new I tried to include new items but that sounds really good or unique as well I want to try that spice and see if it is indeed spicy sunshine tree terrace that's where you can get the uh the orange that's where the orange bird originated there and that's where you can get the citrus swirl the tropical graveyard this is kind of like worms and dirt is what it reminded me of in the picture a mango mousse and sour tropical gelatin topped with cookie crumbles gummy worm sprinkles and a tombstone chocolate piece golden oak outpost tombstone tart i think they had something like this last year but the filling sounded interesting to me. A pastry filled with strawberry jalapeno jam and topped with sprinkles and sugar spiders. That sounds pretty good. The Friar's Nook has two items that I would like to try this year. The Buffalo Chicken Hand Pie, and I'm pretty sure they had one last year. Maybe not at that location. But it has spicy ranch drizzle and blue cheese powder. Speaking of blue cheese powder and buffalo chicken... They used to have one over there at Tron at Energy Bites. They used to have like little raviolis or I can't remember what they were called, but something, it was basically raviolis with stuffed chicken. They had one with beef. They were both really good, but they took them off the menu. So I wonder if they're like using up these ingredients here for this menu item. The Friar's Nook also has the Pain and Panic Brat. 
a bratwurst, sweet and spicy onion relish, and sriracha mustard. And this is very similar to what was offered over at Casey's Corner last year, except it was a hot dog form. This year, it has a pretzel roll and a bratwurst with the same or similar toppings that Casey's Corner had uh, last year. I don't see Casey's Corner on this list this year. I wonder if, you know, it's already chaotic at Casey's Corner, if it's just not a good location to, you know, have unique and special treats. I'm not sure. And it's on Main Street. It's kind of in the way with the fireworks. Everything kind of is happening right there on Main Street. I wonder if they're trying to relocate all the foot traffic to these unique treats off of Main Street. And that's kind of what it looks like here. If you look at Pecos Bills, Sleepy Hollow, Storybook Treats, Sunshine Tree Terrace, Golden Oak Outpost, Friars Nook, Cosmic Rays. That indeed sounds like what they're doing. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, there's already a lot of people on Main Street, especially for these unique events. You know, scouting out spots for the fireworks, for the parade, you name it. The shopping is on Main Street, basically. So um, this is a great idea if that's what they're doing. And I think they might be. Over to Cosmic Rays. This is the last one on my list, and that's the Zombie Fingers. Almond Cookie Fingers, Key Lime Pie, White Chocolate Ganache, Salted Caramel Crisp Pearls, and Sugar Eyes. Comes in like a little cup, and they do look like zombie fingers. Even has like little almond fingernails that look very realistic. So, uh, very cool, very excited. We have about 27 days, not that I'm counting or anything, away from the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. I hope the hurricane season doesn't interfere with it. I hope it doesn't rain. But if we're still able to go on that date, we're going to have an amazing time. It's always a great time. The wait times for the rides are awesome. And what I saw last night, I knew I said that I wasn't going to waste my time with Tron because it would probably take an hour to get on. But, and it's also only offered with a virtual queue, which doesn't necessarily mean walk on as soon as you get there. You still have to wait normally like 45 minutes to an hour. But last night I was watching uh, Paging Mr. Morrow again and um, he said it was a walk-on. So if it's like that, if there's nobody in line and I can walk right on and get a virtual queue for it, my wife and I might just do that. So um, that's one good thing that um, the party offers is low wait times for your favorite attractions. Seven Doors Mine Train had like a 30-minute wait time, which... Usually when it says 30 minutes, it's really like 20 or 25. That's amazing. You never have that any other day of the week. So um, take advantage of those low wait times. And, uh, you know, get the candy, the trick-or-treating candy. You can dress up in your favorite uh, Halloween costume. I haven't unveiled mine yet, but I do have what I need for it. And I feel like it's fairly unique. It is a, um, a character that is present in... The daytime parade, the Festival of Fantasy parade. Um, it is a character that can be seen in that parade. That's my little hint to you. And uh, I feel like it suits me perfectly. So I'm um, going to have a lot of fun this year. And we're kind of doing that theme um, Halloween costumes with the family a little bit this year as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be hot. It's going to be probably raining because it's September, um, just like it was last year. But we're going to have such a good time. And I do know next weekend to celebrate my daughter's birthday, we're going to be staying at the Wilderness Lodge for the first time. And we're very excited to try out the splash pad, the pool, the slide, Geyser Point, you name it. We're, we're so ready to try it. 
and everything that Wilderness Lodge has to offer. Even Fort Wilderness, it's right there as well. It's a huge, huge resort. So we're very excited to try that out and have a great time. And again, check out my YouTube channel. We're going to be showing the room review, a little bit of a tour of the resort, you name it. Probably me going down the slide with my GoPro camera. Just having a really good time and just kind of uh, tracking and um, putting a video to what is already in, being incorporated into my podcast is kind of, you know, I get to talk about it on my podcast, what I liked, what I didn't like. And then it's kind of a firsthand experience on my YouTube channel, um, kind of POV style as I'm enjoying the parks, as I'm enjoying the food and beverage, the resort, the slide, you name it. Um, so check that out. Go to ajoelnewworld.com. Save yourself some time. My video is on there. You don't have to search around or anything like that. Just type in ajoelnewworld.com. The podcast is on there as well. And uh, if you like the podcast, tell your friends. Sometimes that is the best advertising. And if you enjoy it, um, spread the word. Talk about it. But I do want to give some shout outs for listeners of previous episodes. And what I like to do is just kind of shout out, you know, where you're from. Where are listeners listening to A Joel New World? And as usual, Sayre, Pennsylvania, thank you so much for your continued support of the podcast. It means a lot. Dallas, Texas, the big D. Louisville, Kentucky, I believe they were on this list as well. Thank you so much. Salida, I think it's Salida, Kansas, or not Salida, Kansas, but Salida, California. Is it Salida or Salida? I believe Salida means like exit, right, in uh, Spanish. But um, Woodbridge, Virginia, Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, Florence, South Carolina, Wiley, Texas. And let's go on to the other one. All right, so we also have listeners from India, Tampa, Florida, Louisville, Kentucky again, Sacramento, California, Buffalo, New York, Salida on another episode. Thanks so much. Dubuque, Iowa. All right. So that's just some of our listeners out there all across the world listening to A Joel New World. Thank you so much. Make sure to uh, download and subscribe. And if you can, leave me a five-star review. You don't have to type it up, but the five stars definitely helps. Helps all those search engines and algorithms um, put a Joel new world into other listeners ears and into their eyes as they can see it. And it becomes more visible and more listeners listen to the podcast. So, um, thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. And, uh, I hope to continue to make great, great new uh, content and record things that we love to talk about, which is Walt Disney world and everything that makes it so magical. So thank you so much for your continued support. And we're going to get on to our main event today, so stay tuned to a Joel New World. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Because it is time for the main event of a Joel New World. And today's main event is going to be the top things about the Polynesian restaurant, or not restaurant, but resort that we know and love. So... Again, I'm huge on these top five countdowns, top ten countdowns, whatever it may be. I'm going to continue that format, keep it simple, right? And I'm going to list the top five things I love about the Polynesian Resort. 
until recently in June, right? No, July. Actually, in July, we stayed at the Polynesian for the first time. Before then, it was just us taking the monorail through or hopping on over there for our dinner reservation. And we were back to our lowly resort. Not saying that uh, resorts are lowly at Walt Disney World because they're all incredible in their own way. But there's just something different about the Polynesian Village Resort. And the moment that I stepped foot onto the Polynesian, knowing that my room was ready and that we were going to be staying there for the night, just hits on a different level, right? It just really hits. But the way that we stayed there, and we just, we're kind of been playing with this DVC rental store. So if you haven't used them, look at it. It's pretty cool. And sometimes they'll have some incredible deals on. Uh, resort stays i know the other day we were just looking for fun they have some like guaranteed um, sure thing rentals that have already been booked and they're just looking to unload them onto uh, someone a customer like like myself and if i was in the mood for and had the availability to um if i had the availability to you know stay for the amount of nights like four or five nights like we saw here and we saw like a five-night stay at a Savannah room. And it might have been even been a one-bedroom for like a thousand and some change. Like a thousand seventy-one. So it was like less than $300 a night. Like there's some really, really incredible deals out there. But um, we stayed through the DVC rental store. And um, it was just a really, really good time. We got a pretty good deal in the grand scheme of things. And today, join me for what we are going to be discussing and that is everything that we know and love about the Polynesian Village Resort. Maybe you're on the fence about, you know, maybe you're on the fence about, I'm sorry about the messaging, but um, maybe you're on the fence about staying there. Don't be. If the only thing is money keeping you from there, I understand that 100%. But if you have some extra income um, or if you want to spend and save for the... um, you know, for a few months it takes to save up for a couple nights at the Polynesian, I highly recommend doing that because you're going to you're going to thank yourself and you're just going to love it. You're going to have an incredible time. And uh, here are my five reasons why I say that. Number five, we're going to start at number five and work our way down to number one. And this is totally just my opinion. But if you're on the fence, hopefully this top five list will, you know, sway you one way or the other. Um, to one side of the fence or the other. Um, so number five, let's start there. And I'm going to start with the lobby. And I have here in parentheses lobby slash layout because it's kind of like the layout of the resort and the way that the lobby is centered around everything. So um, I've mentioned in some previous episodes that, you know, I love it when I come in and see that grand lobby. It just makes you feel like you're in a great resort and it kind of takes your breath or your breath away for a second. And it makes you realize that, Hey, I spent the money on the right place. And that's my one knock on the contemporary among a couple others, but it really lacks that grand lobby until you get to like that fourth floor. But that's really not the lobby. That's just like the common areas where the monorail is, where the restaurants are and the quick serve and things like that. But at the Polynesian, as soon as you walk in, bam, you see the Tiki statue and you're transported to a heavenly place. 
Um, you see the boutique-y. I love that theming of that retail. It has some of the greatest retail at any of the resorts I've been to. It has two stores. One's more of a sundry um, and necessity store. I think that's Moana's Mercantile upstairs on the second floor. You have uh, the boutique which is the, the main resort um, retail place, but it's just really incredible. You go in there, they have some awesome statues. My favorite one is if you go in the back and look at the window, there's one like kind of sneaking in the window there, and that's my favorite statue or my favorite like little touch in that boutique uh, store. But anyways, we're not just talking about the stores. We're talking about the lobby and the functionality of the lobby. As soon as you go in, it's kind of tucked away in the corner. You got your check in there. You get your lays. And it's just a good time. You know from the beginning that you're going to have a great time. Um, and the first thing you see when you're walking into that lobby, if you're lucky and hit it just right, you'll see a monorail coming in right above the lobby, which is just awesome. And uh, just speaking of the layout, everything... It kind of puts you in the right place, and that lobby is the basically the heart of the Polynesian, among other things. But that is the heart. It has Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, the terrace for that as well, in the back left. Ohana's upstairs. It has uh, the Tambu Lounge as well. And tucked just beyond that is Pineapple Lanai, where you can get your Dole Whips. Um, yeah, you name it, you can get there. Upstairs, right off the lobby, you can get to Kona Cafe, which is uh, a hidden gem. It has a coffee bar up there on the second floor. It has a place to watch cartoons for the kids. And it's just really good. It has plenty of seating. That lobby is amazing. And if you are taking the monorail to the Polynesian, that's the first experience you get on the second level. And you're coming off on that second level and you look out, you just really get a great feel for the decor and the theming of the Polynesian Village Resort. And uh, and yeah, what else can I say except you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. But the lobby there is fantastic. And I really like, when I, when I haven't stayed there before and I was just visiting, I really thought that the resort was just expansive and, you know, very difficult to get to one side to the other, kind of like Caribbean Beach Resort. But I was I was sadly mistaken, or I was positively mistaken, because I was staying there. But um, it's very close. It's closer than it seems, honestly. Uh, I was staying at one of the further away buildings, I feel like, over in the Tokelau building, which was in the DVC area, or the wing, I should say. But they have little buildings spread throughout, and they're all not too far of a distance from that pool and from that lobby. So, um, And I really love the wide pathways that you can get there it just makes it feel like a little bit nicer of a touch and i really hate when i'm like carrying all my luggage and um i have the stroller i have a you know a couple of bags and luggage and a rolling luggage and you're kind of forced down to like a two lane if you will for people i really hate that and you know people just don't know how to wait for other people and i get it we're in a hurry we're on a time crunch and you know, I just hate that. And they kind of take that away from that. And the walkways and the paths are just so wide there. It just feels like luxury. And everything's so clean and pristine. It's just so great. Um, but that, that lobby makes you feel right at home. And it's the heartbeat. And it's where everybody goes to kind of mingle and, you know, unwind or get your day started. So uh, number five is the lobby at the Polynesian Re- or Village Resort. On to number four. And this is what you're looking at at your entire stay at a resort. And that's the views. 
So I know this is a generic uh, category, but the views there, they're just breathtaking. And I'm one, my wife kind of makes fun of me, but I'm one to like stare out the window and just kind of look around at everything and be like, wow, this is amazing. Um, that might be like an old man or like a dad thing to do, but um, maybe I'm just becoming an old dad. But I like to look around and just kind of, you know, unwind and kind of detach from everything else and the chaos that's going on. But it just really is really calming when you just look out and you see everything and this beautiful scenery. But one of my favorite views from the Polynesian is actually from the pool or in that area. You can actually see Cinderella's castle in the distance. You can see Tron, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. You can see the Haunted Mansion. You can see basically everything from straight away. And it's just awesome. You can see from the beach, for instance, you can see the boat that is specifically for um, the Polynesian. You can see that one going back and forth. You can see the ferry boats, like the General Joe Potter going from the TTC over to Magic Kingdom and back. You can see the bungalows uh, on the water there. And if you haven't seen those before, those are very pricey, but I definitely have to do that one day. Maybe when I get um, a little bit better position, but um, those bungalows, those Bora Bora bungalows look amazing. And I've seen some videos and they look incredible as well. Um, but it just adds to the overall theming and the views. You can see the Grand Floridian off to your left. Um, and in the distance to the right, you can see the Contemporary. You can see the monorail circling around. It's just the greatest view, in my opinion, out of all three of those monorail resorts. You can't beat that view. I was sitting in the pool, just kind of, you know, staring off into nothingness or into the views or into the abyss. But uh, it's like the thousand yard stare for dads, I feel like. But I got it down and I was just chilling in the pool, looked off and I was like, man, I can actually see Cinderella's castle right now. And you know when they do those, like, in the daytime, those, like, little stage shows with the fireworks that go like that just really quickly? You can see that from there. Um, looking at the monorails, looking at the boats, it's just incredible. And if you get up there on the um, slide at the main pool like I did, you can see even more. And it's just a great uh, view while you're waiting to go down that awesome slide, too. So, number four on this list is the views. It doesn't get much better than that. Even if you don't have an incredible view, like my last time we had a balcony and it was just a nice big balcony, very wide, and we could just see off into the nice uh, landscaping that um, they keep up with over at the Polynesian Village Resort. Great place to watch the rain too, which we saw a huge downpour at night and it was just, it was awesome. Everything about the Polynesian is great and um, and yeah, the views is just top notch over there at the Polynesian, but that's number five and number four on to number three and i mentioned it briefly but that's the pool and the splash pad not only do they only have that one awesome pool with like the volcano um, slide with a little grotto and like a tiny waterfall coming down from it they also have the oasis pool which is more of like an adult quiet pool it has longer hours so you can actually hit that before the parks open and it looks incredible too it has some really great um not villas, but uh, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> It'll come to me. Do you guys ever do this? Your mind just kind of goes blank for a minute. But um, cabanas, there it is. I knew it would come to me. Cabanas, wow, that was hard. Um, but the cabanas there, they look really peaceful. They look really big and really cool and just kind of fit the theming over there, uh, which is where we stayed. The Tokelau building was really, really close to that pool. 
Um, but still, we weren't very far from the main pole either. And I don't know if it has a specific name. It probably does. Um, let me look at my map. I still actually have the map from the Polynesian. Um, Q is the, or the O is the Lava Pool. So Lava Pool is the name of the fancy pool. And it is worth every single penny, honestly. They have the barefoot pool bar, which is really great, and what the contemporary is drastically missing. Um, they need something like that. Um, a really good bar experience with some good drinks and a good decor. Uh, like I said, over contemporary, the sandbar, not to knock it, but it just kind of felt like a convenience store and like an afterthought. So, um, But yeah, they do have the Oasis pool. They have the lava pool. And let's not forget... The Kiki Tiki Splash Play. That is like the splash pad over there at um, the main pool, the lava pool. So it's in the same vicinity. It's in the gate. So you don't have to worry about your kids running off or, you know, anybody taking them or anything like that. But, man, this is like a water park for kids. Like, uh, it's almost like being at one of the water parks, like Typhoon Lagoon, except it's right there at your resort. It's right outside of Ohana, so you're kind of looking at that main lobby building, or the Great Ceremonial House, I should probably call it, but um, that is the lobby, and yeah, that thing is awesome. The theming of it, the tiki statues, the water spewing everywhere, it has two slides, it has like a really small kitty slide, then it has like a almost an adult-like slide, which I even went down myself a couple of times, and it was a lot of fun. It went down in the dark tunnel. And kind of twisted around for a little while. It wasn't too fast, but um, it was a good step up for the kids. And that place was awesome. It has, like, rope bridges. It's it's massive. And if you want to check it out, check out my YouTube channel, Joel New World. I have a you know a brief video of that. And just, uh, I have a video of me going down the lava pool slide as well a couple of times. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, the pool there, second to none. It's probably... It's 100% the greatest pool that we've been to, and I think we spent half the day there a couple times, um, or a quarter of the day the second time, but before we checked out, it was just great. That is part of the experience. If you're staying there, you have to set aside time for that pool, because it's incredible. You're not going to find anything like that any other resort. Um, definitely not at the Contemporary. It, it was a nice pool over there. It had a little slide. But the theming was kind of lacking over there, like I said. And this just really ties the whole um, resort together, this lava pool. And even the Oasis over there, it has a, I've heard it has a really good quick serve food. Um, people are running food to you, too, over the lava pool. I didn't experience that, but um, I saw people going back and forth bringing food to you as you're lounging by the pool. So that's a really great experience. They probably bring drinks to you as well. And, yeah, I can't say enough good things about that pool and the views that you get from that pool so um and it's not overly small either so uh, number three is the pool plus splash pad that is a huge factor um, for staying at the polynesian number two let's go on to number two and that is the monorail i'm going to call this the monorail slash transportation options because you have transportation options aplenty and you're footsteps away from the ttc the parking lot so if all else fails, you can go to the TTC, get on the monorail um, over there. Um, even though you can just get on the monorail on the second level of the Great Ceremonial House, which I don't know why you do differently, but 
you have that option too if you want to take the express route you can also take one of those ferry boats like the general joe potter over there they even have their own little boat um it looks like a smaller boat compared to the joe potter but um it's pretty big and it carries quite a few people back it does stop over at grand floridian too so um i believe when you're coming from the polynesian we never left from there but we took it back from magic kingdom late at night and it worked out tremendously well uh, it saved us a long line from the ferry boats and the monorail. Those get slammed late at night. But on this little boat, we were able to fit our double stroller or side-by-side stroller on it. And there were a lot of people on it. Probably close to 50 to 70 people were able to fit on this boat. And I could be exaggerating, but it felt like it's probably closer to 50. But that's a lot of people for that boat. It stopped at the Grand Floridian on the way back first. And then went right on to the Polynesian. So that's a great option too. But you stay on the monorail loop for the monorail. And it's just, it's fantastic. You're, if you're experiencing the um, Magic Kingdom, which I highly recommend you do if you stay on the monorail loop. You can also experience Epcot pretty quickly too. Um, Though if you're going to Epcot, (laughs) I would probably uh, recommend you walk to the TTC and just get on that direct connection or connection over to Epcot and, and save yourself the loop around all the resorts. But you can monorail hop and get some drinks and do that kind of uh, monorail pub crawl or you know food crawl, whatever you want to call it. You can do that as you go around, and that's kind of a fun experience too. But you basically don't even have to leave the Polynesian if you don't want to. It's self-sufficient. It has so many options there when it comes to um, you know entertainment and dining and beverage you name it so you really don't even have to leave and when you're staying there you stay there for the monorail so why not have that high on this list number two is the monorail slash transportation options and you can even walk there too um it's probably the furthest walk and 100 is the furthest walk to magic kingdom and i know there's like a detour going around that dvc tower that's getting built right now that kind of a brick building that's going up but um you can walk there you can walk through the grand floridian past that wedding chapel on through the grand floridian and then over to magic kingdom you can do that um so that is another option as well but again the monorail is huge um okay on to our champion here and our number one reason for me or it's all new world why we stay at the polynesian and why we love it and that's what i've said before it's a dining and bars plus the dole whips so that's a huge factor getting dole whips on command over at the pineapple and i you can get dole whips whenever you want to as long as it's open and we've done that before it was great just like getting it over at magic kingdom and the dining you have so much dining and it's so good even captain cook's like everything there is so so good we got the wings those were fantastic better than b-dubs or buffalo wild wings uh, by far and we got the coconut meatballs with rice it was really great the noodles were awesome the kind of like the ones you can get over in uh, ohana i got the pot stickers those were delicious and the star of the show was the pulled pork nachos or with the chips like potato chips those were fantastic as well so um, captain cooks you got trader sam's for the fantastic beverages it does fill up very quickly it can be a lengthy wait like hours and hours just go out to the terrace it has the same menu if you don't want all the 
smoke and mirrors and the the festivities and the show and all that. If you don't want that, which I know a lot of people do, but if you're just going there for a good drink and some good snacks, there's table service back there at the terrace as well. So um, really great. And uh, <coughs> Ohana, breakfast, lunch, or breakfast and dinner. I think breakfast has characters, Lilo and Stitch. Um, you have the Tambu Lounge where you can get the Lapu Lapu, that pineapple drink um, served in a pineapple. And there's just so many options. Um, it probably has the best quick serve option. I heard Oasis has some really good food options as well, that secondary pool. And, uh, and yeah, you're just so close to everything. There's um, a coffee bar up there with some pastries. You can get some sushi up there as well. You have Kona Cafe right next to that. Fantastic breakfast. It has a Tonga toast. I've heard lunch is really great as well. I haven't tried it yet, but um, it is fantastic. And I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. I'm sure there's something I'm missing, but um, the dining and beverage experience, along with the Dole Whips, right? Put the stamp of approval on that. It's just second to none. You can't really top that. You can't really compare or compete with that. The only other ones that are come a little bit close are Grand Floridian and Contemporary, but I've, I put Polynesian, you know, way above that. And um, it's not even close in my opinion. It's just so good. Even the quick serve. So the quick serve is really what takes it to the next level for me. But everything at Captain Cook's is fantastic. Uh, Ohana is great. Everybody knows that. And yeah, you just can't beat it. Anyways, that's going to wrap up our top five reasons why we love the Polynesian Village Resort. And it's just history. It was one of the opening resorts as well. It's been refurbed and, re, uh, you know, kind of refreshed over the years for sure. It opened in 1971 when Magic Kingdom opened. And uh, it's been, it's withstood or stood the test of time, basically. Incredible place. Um, and for these five reasons, number five being the lobby slash layout or the great ceremonial house, I should probably say. Number four, the views. You can see all of Magic Kingdom from the pool and it doesn't get much better than that. If you're uh, like a sea person or uh, like the lake, you have the lagoon out there that you can see and look at boats and other things like that. You can see the electrical water pageant. I didn't even think of that, but you can see that from there as well. You have a beach. If kids like playing in the sand, you have that right there with a bunch of chairs you can see the fireworks from there as well i didn't even mention that you can see all the fireworks at magic kingdom perfectly from that beach and it doesn't get much better than that uh, number three the pool slash splash or splash pad the splash pad is second to none it is incredible it's like you're having your own water park footsteps away from where you just slept and that pool with that slide is just fantastic too Along with that pool bar, um, the pool bar completes it, in my opinion, if you're one that likes to get, you know, a tropical beverage or, of sorts or something like that, or maybe a quick snack, it puts it over the, the top for, for sure, but um, so, so good. Number two, the monorail slash transportation. You got the ferry boats, you got your own personal boat, you can walk, but the monorail, it is on the monorail loop over to the Magic Kingdom and doesn't get much better than that. I know I say that over and over again, but it doesn't get much better than that. There's just something about watching the monorail go through. It's just majestic. And number one, the dining. Let's call it the, the food and beverage options, plus the Dole Whip over at Pineapple on Nye. You can get the Lapu Lapu. You can get Trader Sam's. People wait hours to get into Trader Sam's. And it's right there at your resort. 
the dining. You have Captain Cook's. You have Ohana. You have Kona Cafe. You name it. You have it right there at your resort, at the Polynesian Village Resort. And that is exactly why we love the Polynesian Village Resort. It's currently my number one resort in all of Walt Disney World. Give it a shot. If you're on the fence and you think the price is kind of holding you back, but you're willing to pay that amount, go ahead and go for it. It's going to make your trip that much better. And that money spent is going to... You're not even going to think about it. You're going to say, I, I want to stay here every single time now. But I know that's not possible, but um, that's the way you're going to feel when you leave that. If you experience it just like I did. But that's going to do it for the main event today of A Joel New World. Uh, if you like the podcast, like and leave a positive five-star review. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right? Mama said. Check out AJoelNewWorld.com. We have some awesome t-shirt designs out there at tpublic.com. Uh, the link is on the website. We have a blog. We have podcast. We have a YouTube channel. And if you want to see me experience the Polynesian Village Resort, I have a pretty lengthy video on there covering my one-night stay over there at the Polynesian Village Resort. You can check out that pool. You can check out that bar. You can check out Trader Sam's menu. Um, you name it. You can see it on that video. Really good. We had a great time, and I had a good job. Or not a good job, but a great time filming it. And and re-watching that video over and over again so um, check it out uh, make sure to like and subscribe my youtube channel i'm going to continue and continue and continue working hard on that and putting out new content for you guys um, so you can watch it and you know you know you're always one step closer to your next disney world vacation um, so check it out like and subscribe there that'll help me out tremendously helping find or helping other people find a Joel new world that may not know about it yet so um, every little bit helps me and I appreciate all your support. Thank you all the listeners from day one. I really appreciate it. And that is going to do it for today's episode. Remember, never let anyone sign your checks. Play me off, Kevin. Kevin.